It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pac-12 Football and Beyond for this Friday, January 31st, as we wrap up the month of January and we head towards signing day next Wednesday. We've got a lot of news to break down in the world of college football at the top. Get into more Pac-12 minutia in the second segment. Uh, want to, again, remind you that you can get this podcast as well as all Six, that's right, six podcasts, five conference podcasts, um, all five days of the week in our NFL podcast, which uh, currently we're doing one day a week, uh, as I've said several times here over the past couple of weeks, looking to expand that to more days a week with the NFL news cycle being what it is. Lots going on. So the way that you signed up is go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts for Landry Football's Conference Call. That's where you're going to find all these conferences, uh, conference shows as well as the NFL show. Uh, so check that out today. Also check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest in detailed information within our notebooks, uh, recruiting, college football transfer news, coaching assistant moves, um, Obviously, looking ahead towards the the draft with draft prospects and uh, the NFL got detailed Super Bowl breakdowns up on LandryFootball.com. Obviously, NFL free agency draft boards. We got it all covered for you, and we got it in our scouting season sale offer. So check that out today over at LandryFootball.com. All of this brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation. They are the experts in financial services that can help guide you in the right direction in all 50 states that can help you. So you can call or text them and get a better feel for what they do, how they might be able to help you, maybe give you a a second opinion on what you're doing, or maybe just answer some questions. Uh, You don't know until you ask and call. So give them a call or a text today. Tell them that we sent you. You can reach them anywhere in the United States. Again, again, licensed in all 50 states. 1-866-998-5879. Eddie Rojas and his great team at 401k Generation. And folks, if you are 
working in a business yourself, if you have a business and are interested in promoting your business, we're looking for good fits. If you feel you and your business are the right fit and want to get the word out about your business, contact us today. Go to LandryFootball.com. Hit Contact Chris, and we'll get TJ in touch with you. It's also where you want to go if you want to send a question that we can answer right here on this podcast or the Pro Football Podcast, whatever you would like. So the biggest news right now in college football, as we get towards signing day, February signing day, um, next Wednesday, uh, this coming Wednesday, I guess is the rest, best way to put it, just a few days from now. We've got the Super Bowl this weekend, obviously. And February signing day is not the event that it used to be. Uh, you've heard me, and I don't want to get on a tangent, but you know my feeling. I think the college football calendar it leaves a lot to be desired. And I remembered when the February signing day was so huge because all the things that happened in December with – who signed their NLIs and who committed, that would be taking place now. And so basically more news is about what's going on in the 2021 recruiting class already. Um, So the cycle has been sped up. I don't think it's ideal for the college football calendar, but be that as it may, I think it would be better. Imagine if it was early March, uh, you'd have a lot more, uh, interest in it, and it would create more of a news cycle. I think that's really um, important to kind of consider, but that's not the way we are. The news that's going on around, uh, I think, is very intriguing as it relates to about the 25 or 30 or so players that at least are they haven't committed, they haven't signed, or they're committed and somewhat wavering. Got some news today around the country. Georgia received a verbal commitment from four-star running back to John Edwards. Really good-looking back out of Moultrie, Georgia. Took a visit to Athens this past weekend. Outstanding back. One of the top top 300 or so players in the 2020 class. So it's interesting. Now, the biggest story is how does this affect, if any – the Zachary Evans situation, the Houston North Shore um, High School running back, Zach Evans, much talked about Zach Evans. Don't think he's headed to Georgia now. I'm not sure that he was headed to Georgia anyway. A lot of people still think it's going to be A&M. There's some people that believe that Tennessee, with Jay Graham's relationship, Jay Graham was with the A&M Aggies and was the chief recruiter for him and now is with Tennessee. Um, Ole Miss had a visit. I We do know that Zach Evans is not going to take a visit to Florida State this weekend. Um, don't know that USC's in the mix, although there was connection there. Uh, going to be interesting to see. Florida, some belief, don't think it's going to be LSU or Alabama, but who knows what's going to happen? going to be a lot of fun to figure out where it's going to end up with Zach Evans, at least from a storyline standpoint. Um, want to remind you that up on LandryFootball.com, we have on there the top uncommitted players and where they could end up. You can check that out over at LandryFootball.com. Click on Recruiting at the top. I mean, we've got a lot of posts, so we try to make it easier for you. So go to Recruiting, click News, 
and it'll pop up. And you're going to see the latest. We've got a bunch of college football notebooks that's got a lot of recruiting news in it. But you scroll down a little bit, and you're going to see a few recruiting posts that are most recent. And we've got basically uh, a few things. One is the where the top players, uncommitted players, could end up. We've got the top 300 or so players, the blue grady players, the five-star guys with their profiles in this class, where they're headed, more about them. Same with the high, what we call the high red grades, which is the four-star plus guys, where they're headed, and then the red graded players. You get a feel for, again, who – you know about the players and obviously you know where they're going if you don't it tells you and then the ones that are still determining we've got the information on those so and then we also have top 100 for the class of 2021 so you want to check out all the latest recruiting information over on landryfootball.com and don't pass over the college notebooks every day where we give you updates and details about the Juwan Edwards and what's going on around uh, the country, and we try to break it uh, down for you each and every day. But more detail is in our notebooks and uh, on our other post and LandryFootball.com. Hey, some news outside of recruiting before we get into Pac-12 news is Miami, the U, has hired Ed Reed as chief of staff. It's a very um, presidential type of title. It's not a traditional role. It's an advisor. He's going to um, serve, I guess, in a multitude of roles with Manny Diaz to kind of oversee. Interesting title, a very um, outspoken guy that certainly opinionated guy uh, in a with a lot of connections certainly to that program. How that might play out and what value, it's going to be interesting. The guy that wanted it was Alonzo Highsmith, who was on the Brown staff, and it's been rumored and the Miami folks were talking about him maybe going – there for a while, and and I knew that the connection was that he wasn't going to have a job in Cleveland because as they hired the new GM, um, you were not going to see um, Alonzo Highsmith survive that change, and Alonzo is not. He's been let go. Actually, over the past this past week, he was let go. So, uh, but Lonzo is not at least going to be in that role. Maybe in some other capacity, Miami. It's something that. That program needs to add, not necessarily those type of titles, but they need to have even more analysts, more support staff to support that type of program uh, to certainly increase uh, a lot of things that they can do uh, to make Miami look um, a little bit more like they should be looking on a national level. So in addition to Zach Evans, still monitoring uh, the latest on Jordan Birch, who uh, is looking – like it's going to be LSU, but South Carolina is still making a run. He is probably the top player, along with Zach Evans, that is uncommitted that we're monitoring for Wednesday. Avante Williams, I'm pretty sure, is going to Florida. Broderick Jones, the big offensive lineman from Lithonia, Georgia. I, you know, I don't know where I would give the edge, and I don't want to be fence-sitting. I just don't know. Seems 50-50, Georgia-Auburn. Maybe this week, last couple of days anyway, maybe 51 Auburn, 50 Georgia, although for most of this recruiting cycle since he's been committed to Georgia, and that's been for some time, looked like it was mostly Georgia. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, 
we've got a number of other guys that are have not committed, and I'm curious to see where this will play out uh, with some of those guys. We've got the latest details again over at LandryFootball.com. Some draft news I want to get into uh, within the Pac-12. And, you know, Bradley and I has had a great year at Utah, great edge player, great week at the Senior Bowl, um, played really good competition, showed good ability to get on top of blockers with a great first step. Uh, check out my Senior Bowl report on him and the rest of the Senior Bowl prospects all around the country. Did a, did a really good job, though. Wanted to give him a shout-out. Also wanted to give a shout-out to Joshua Kelly, who I thought did a really good job finding creases all week um, in the run game. Really good back. Obviously had a great year for the Bruins this year. And what was not been a very productive or um, impressive-looking past couple of years for the Bruins, but Joshua Kelly is certainly outstanding. Anthony Gordon, I thought, helped himself um, this week. The Washington State quarterback's just not a statistic thrower. Is a guy that's got uh, a lot of ability that showed uh, some, some really good things at the Senior Bowl. Anthony put up great numbers, but it's about how it translates to the next game, and I thought – he did a good job getting the ball out quickly, making good decisions, and adjusting to what they asked him to do through the course of the week. Um, as we always remind folks, we break down a different conference every day, but um, we go outside the conference in the region. So, you know, I, I want to mention Utah State's Jordan Love, uh, one of the more scrutinized players at the Senior Bowl. Um you know, again, not the numbers four six in the the um, the game didn't matter, but I thought he built not a nice rhythm through the course of the week. Uh, missed on a couple of deep throws. You see his athleticism. The guy's got a lot of ability, uh, folks. Trust me, quarterbacks are always elevated. He's going to play in the league. He's going to get a chance in the league, and he's going to go higher than people think because of the natural elevation ability. A couple more quarterbacks. We're going to get to Justin Herbert in a second. Steven Montez was around uh, as well. Steven is an interesting guy. He's big. He's athletic. Strong arm. Not great reader. Field vision, reader of defenses, and very inaccurate. So I've got a lot of concerns about him. So you have to look at him and say, from a productivity standpoint, he's not what you're looking for. But what you have to do as a scout is see those physical skills that he has. What are you looking for in terms of transferable skills? So looking forward to that and seeing how he might be developed and where people may want to go with him. Justin Herbert was outstanding. I think he helped himself a lot. I thought he did a great job in meetings. You know, he's big. He's got a great arm. Look, the guy's got a lot of ability, and he's probably got more upside than Joe Burrow overall. He doesn't have the intangibles that Joe Burrow has, but that's because Joe Burrow has off-the-charts intangibles, unbelievable intangibles. Uh, but, but this guy is – has a lot of ability. I mean, this guy physically reminds you a, a little bit about 
a Josh Allen with Buffalo, maybe even a little better and a little bit more progressive at this point. This this guy is going to go in the top six or seven picks. I, I have no questions about him. He was outstanding. Not perfect, but I love the leadership skills of the intangibles. I thought he was really working well with players when they drop balls. Always there to be able to <coughs> excuse me, handle corrections and help with corrections with receivers. The interview processes went great. Uh, I think he's helped himself with his performance this week, uh, and which is so critical in the um, the the working with the coaches and whatnot. I'm trying to think of some other Pac-12 players. Eno Benjamin um, did a good week, um, good back, good instinct, good um, vision as a runner. Good patience and balance. I thought he did some good things. Um, let's see. Um, San Diego State's Keith Ismail, offensive lineman. He's got some potential at center. Uh, I thought he did a good job in one-on-ones uh, against the defensive, like the interior defensive lineman. Um, so I think he's got some ability. Uh, Calvin Throckmorton, of course. Really worked hard. Uh, I thought he got better as the week went along. Played both tackle and guard spot. Strong week. Really nice job by him. Um, trying to see if there's anybody else. Oh, uh, Davion Taylor of Colorado had a good week. Like his speed, like his range, can get depth and width in his pass drops. Really did a good job as a blitzer. And got around to the edge very well. Good use of hands. Keeps blockers off his body well. Um you know, guys. When guys, big guys, get into his body, he struggles. But boy, he can, he can avoid and shed pretty well. Um, and of course, guys, Darnay Holmes got a got a. He was probably the most impressive corner at the Senior Bowl. Uh, boy, he was physical, sticky. Did a good job of flipping his hips. Did a good job in coverage. Just this is a top one hundred player in this draft. So those are some guys. In the Pac-12, just a few. There are more of them. I mean, guys, have got, uh, you know, Jordan Love we can talk about a little bit more, and we do on the website. Um, you know, Joshua Kelly, again, we talked about. Uh, Michael Pittman to USC. Um, he's had, Pittman struggled a little bit with press, but you see the ability there. The the tight end out of Portland State, you need to check out the report on our point. I, Charlie um, – Kenapau is really good-looking player. Uh, it was a late invite to the Senior Bowl. We got Jim Nagy to bring him in. He's just really fluid and athletic, and I thought he helped himself some. Nick Harris of Washington uh, didn't have a really good week. He struggled with some some quickness. We get into some of that and where he can improve, though, uh, going forward. I'm trying to think who else around. Um, uh, we talked about Bradley and I. Um, uh, Francis Bernard of Utah did uh, a really good job. Uh, wasn't didn't show great athleticism there. Struggled to shed. Evan Weaver certainly a keeper, an outstanding player. We go into details there. He's got some coverage issues, um, but he's a good tackle to tackle player and really productive player. Uh, I don't 
I don't downgrade him a whole lot off that performance. Terrell Burgess of Utah uh, played well, got a little bit better as the week went along. Think he can be a decent nickel onto the next level. So, again, uh, go to LandryFootball.com and check out. We've got scouting reports on every player at the Senior Bowl, uh, not just the guys we highlight who maybe help themselves the most, but we got a complete little scouting report on every player that was there. So you'll want to check that out over at LandryFootball.com. Some transfer news around the league. Utah redshirt senior Nigel King has entered his name into the transfer portal. He redshirted, if you remember, in 2016. He appeared in 12 games last year, uh, mostly on special teams. He's a grad transfer. He's going to be Im- Im- immediately eligible. Um, they... Um, They've got some good depth and good talent, even with the guys that they're losing in the secondary. So getting an opportunity to move on makes some sense for him. Nevada redshirt junior defensive back Cayman Curitan has entered his name into the transfer portal. Good-looking kid. He's six foot, 205, played in five games. He needs a little bit more playing time. New Mexico State redshirt senior quarterback Matt Romero has entered his name in the transfer portal. Um, 6'2", 214, played in just two games. Looking for some more playing time. Again, remember, folks, we're talk about some schools in the region that are not in the Pac-12 in addition to Pac-12 players and teams. UNLV redshirt senior um, Dominion Izawa has entered his name in the transfer portal. 6'4", 300, a two-gap plugger. You remember he spent two years at Chafee Community College in Rancho Cucamonga, Cucamonga, California. Transferred to UNLV, appeared in two games. Uh, he's got a season of eligibility uh, remaining as a grad transfer. Utah redshirt senior Devontae Henry Cole, running back, has entered a, a transfer portal. The 5'8", 192-pound guy, uh, played uh, got about 35 carries this year, backed up Zach Moss. Uh, he's going to see where he might get a chance um, to to play. You know, he really didn't stack up, apparently, as well to get enough reps behind Devin Brumfield and Jordan Wilmore and T.J. Green and Michael Bernard and Ty Jordan, who's a true freshman. So I think he saw that the chances of him maybe holding – he was a backup based upon experience, but with Brumfield and Wilmore and Green and Bernard and Jordan, uh, they're gonna, he's going to have a hard time staying ahead of those guys. Um <clears throat> UCLA got a transfer from Kent State, the uh, the safety uh, Q Knight. He's uh, an angular kid, six foot uh, one hundred ninety. Uh, really had a good year. He's um, he's a second transfer. Uh, he started out with Maryland before moving over to Kent State, uh, and it, the an NCAA waiver allowed him to play in the fall. It's a good looking little player and a good little move up. Uh, good get for them. A little sneaky move. Not a big time player but I think a quality one. UCLA also got a transfer running back from Duke, Britton Brown, uh, 6'1", 205. Um, He entered the transfer portal, if you remember, in January when we talked about him. Um, He, um, look, provided he's back to full strength, he's going to help to compete for Joshua Kelly's spot. We're going to see how that plays on, but this guy's got some experience. I'm curious to see how things go. In the spring, redshirt sophomore quarterback Justin Rogers has uh, transferred to UNLV. He enrolled in classes at UNLV for the spring semester. Um, after suffering the torn ACL during his senior year in high school, 
He appeared in TCU's bowl game following the 18 season, did not play at all in 19. Now a couple of years removed from the knee injury, he's brought uh, got a case of drop foot. He's should be completely healthy when he suits up for the Rebels. Um, it's just a matter of whether it's going to be this year, 2021. But the guy's got some ability, 6'4", 225, uh, headed to the running Rebs. Arizona Redshirt Junior Safety Xavier Bell has entered the transfer portal. Former three-star kid in the 2017 class. Um, modern-day product. Uh, expected to graduate this spring. Will make him immediately eligible in 2020. Uh, and, of course, K.J. Costello still making his rounds. Um, the redshirt senior, 6'5", 222, entered the transfer portal in December after battling injuries for most of the 19 season. He was named uh, All-Pac-12 performer. Um, we'll see how this plays out. Um, Washington needs some depth at the position. Jacob Eason is left for the draft. They got only three scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. Would be a perfect short-term solution for UW as be immediately eligible to play in 2020 as a grad transfer. So we'll see how that plays out, if that can come to fruition. USC redshirt senior safety C.J. Pollard has entered the portal. Um, 6'1", Originally signed with USC, a four-star kid in the 16 class. Went on to play in a reserve role for USC. Um, had like 29 tackles over the past two years. Um He's going to be moving on as a graduate, so he can play immediately for someone in 2020. So there is a – this is – when we talk about this transfer portal every day, folks, uh, these are some names. You look at their pedigree and background, and we try to bring some nuggets to you. We'll give you more information over at LandryFootball.com. But this is college free agency, and it's important to know. Maybe there's not many what I would call transformative-type players – but football is a game of role players, that guys that can fit in and help you and kind of be glue players that can kind of keep maybe things together at a high level. And a lot of these guys are plug-and-play, these, these graduate transfers that can really help a team and maybe be a glue guy in the secondary up front or what have you. Uh, still waiting to see what happens with Jack Sears, uh, the USC redshirt junior quarterback who's transferring. Um Still think and still hear that San Diego State's the most likely spot for the 6'3", 210-pounder. Um, committed to a transfer in December to San Diego State, but he's officially not signed with the program and could potentially move in another direction. Remember, they're on the quarter system, so we don't know quite where this is going to go in terms of enrolling into school. So there's uncertainty because – Remember, when he committed to San Diego State in December, Rocky Long was the coach. Um, Rocky Long has stepped down. Brady Hoke's replacing him. Um, so we'll see where, uh, you know, I, my understanding, good relationship with Brady Hoke. I don't think that's a deal breaker, but not as, as certain as before. Still would guess he's going to end up with the Aztecs. Former Arkansas Redshirt senior quarterback Nick Starkle. He's transferred to San Jose State as a graduate. Um, <clears throat> he transferred mid-January, 6'3", 214. Began his collegiate career at Texas A&M before transferring to Arkansas. Uh, you know, he's a 54% completion percentage passer. Um, he was not played on really good teams. He's a grad transfer, so he's going to play immediately. No, You know, I like the move for him. It's a chance he can throw it a bunch in a conference. He could have some success, improve his skills. 
So I'm excited to see what might happen for him. Washington redshirt junior kicker punter Van Soderberg has entered the transfer portal. It was a three-star signing by Washington who hasn't really seen the field for the last two years as Washington. She's going to be able to transfer as a graduate, play immediately. She's capable of contributing either as a kicker or a punter, or um, we'll see where he goes. And then UCLA redshirt senior toward a tight end, Jordan Wilson has entered the portal, 6'4", 250. Three-star 2016 recruit uh, was the 12th best uh, player out of the state of Tennessee the year he came out. Um, he played 32 games for UCLA, mainly on special teams as a backup tight end um, behind uh, Devin uh, Asasi. He caught 25 passes, um, two touchdowns, and he's going to be eligible to play immediately as a grad transfer. Recruiting news. Stanford, some big news. Yesterday, uh, probably uh, the cold biggest nudes on the recruiting cycle for Thursday, the 30th, received the verbal commitment in the 2020 class from James Pajoric, the off, big offensive tackle, 6'7", 270. Uh, he chose Stanford over Virginia and Michigan. We told you yesterday that it looked like it was Stanford and Virginia. Michigan looked like they were going to finish third in a – only matters who finishes first contest. It's an athletic tackle. He's got a good frame. He can hold some more weight. He's from Chantilly, Virginia. So it's a really good get for Stanford. Stanford does a good job, obviously, going across the country, getting these kids with good academic backgrounds that, you know, teach the, you know, the tight end types, the defensive end types, the offensive lineman types. This kid's got a lot of nasty competitive nature to him. He's a smart kid. Um, He's got to improve his footwork and his balance and his polish. But um, a tough non-get for Virginia. He is one of the top ten prospects in the state of Virginia, which is a very underrated state, not in terms of numbers but in terms of quality. Um, you, know, you have a good 20 players in that state every year that are big time. To be one of the top ten uh, players in that state, very, very impressive. Good get for the Cardinal. Uncommitted three-star 2020 defensive end Tanoa Toagi is deciding between Kansas State, Nebraska, and Utah and Washington. 6'6", 295. He's taken official visits to all four, most recently heading out to Seattle to Washington's campus this past weekend. Uh, they've been kind of in the late entrance, so I'm curious to see what they can do. He's a, um explosive prospect, going to – he need to improve his technique, but, boy, he can really run uh, for a big guy. He's uh, from the state of Idaho, so that's the connection for uh, Chris Kleiman over there, Kansas State. Uh, but Utah, Nebraska, Washington, Kansas State. And we'll curious to see where uh, he is going to end up. Uh, uncommitted three-star 2021 wide receiver Michael Jackson the third. He took an official visit to Oregon this month, 6 feet, 191. Steady interest from Pac-12 in this early juncture. Uh, Las Vegas native, really good run after catch, really good quickness. Uh, make you miss in the open field, guys. One of the top six prospects in the state of Nevada for the 2021 cycle. We're going to, re reminder, we're going to have breakdowns by state over the summer. And get more film, and we get the draft put to bed. We're going to be spending a lot on breaking down players by state. So you'll know by state, by region, by country, how these players grade out um, 
This is a really good player out there, and I'm curious to see if Oregon uh, ends up with him going forward. Uncommitted three-star 2020 safety William uh, William Angelin is diving between Colorado and Cincinnati. Took a visit, 6'2", 190. It's good-looking frame and can maybe do some outside linebacker stuff as well. Took a visit to Colorado this past weekend. Checked in with Cincinnati back in November. He's a Cleveland native, so it is a you know long move there. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. He is one of the top you know 60, 60 uh, to 70 players in the state of Ohio. Uh, really solid get for Colorado if they can get him away from Cincinnati. Utah received a verbal from three-star defensive lineman, and this the, this is the typical Utah guy, Keanu Tunavasi, six four two seventy five. Uh, got him away from UCLA. He took a official visit to Utah this past weekend, kind of sealed the deal for him. He's from Mission Viejo, California. Um, high motor guy, um, one of the top. 70 prospects in the state of California for this 2020 cycle. It's just one of those players that needs to end up at one of the California schools at Utah's continuing to do a really good job. Curious to see where Ron Yeri's boy is going to go. The tight end, Jack Yeri's four-star tight end that's uncommitted will sign with either Washington or UCLA. Uh, excuse me, Washington or USC next one. You apologize for that. Washington or USC. Yeri's 6'6", 250. He's been committed to USC from May. Obviously, it's where his dad went to school. Um, they're very much alive. He decommitted from them, but still alive. He's from Murrieta, California. Um, Arizona State's been in the mix, but he's kind of eliminated them. Um, he's a really good-looking player. I think he can grow into a tackle, wants to play tight end. Uh, he's a top 20 pro- tight end prospect in this 2020 class. It's going to be Washington or USC. Certainly one the Trojans have to get. I mean, you're in California. You're right there in the footprint, and you're a son of a Trojan. My God. Um, so we'll kind of see where that goes. BYU received a verbal from three-star tackle uh, Jake Griffin. In the 2020 class, 6'6", 265, had some offers from the likes of Arizona, Oregon State, Washington State, from Mesa. Uh, took official visit to BYU this past weekend. It's one of the top 50 prospects in the state of Arizona. Good-looking kid there. Uh, uncommitted three-star corner, 2020 class, Josh Alford. Took an official visit to Idaho State over the weekend. I think this kid is very underrated. Uh, and he's 5'10", 175. Um, you, you know, his it's Idaho State, Howard, Rutgers has got in on him. He's from Bellflower, California. It's his first. This guy is tough. This guy has got great football instincts. And I'm telling you, this is a player that people are sleeping on that are missing. Uh, but you look at the schools that are recruiting, you don't think there's much there. This kid can play. And this would be a great get for a program like Rutgers. Um, and, and to me, if I'm in the Pac-12, if if I'm, you know, the Oregon states of the world, I, you know, I, I don't know why they wouldn't be all over this kid uh, and certainly <clears throat> all the Mountain West caliber schools that be all over him. I, I think they're missing something here in this kid. Seeing him on tape and I'm impressed with him. Josh Alford, remember that name, and let's see where he um, what he does this coming Wednesday. Some coaching news. USC was um, – 
uh, will hire um, Texas safeties coach and co-defense coordinator Craig Navier as safeties coach. He was the interim defense coordinator during the Alamo Bowl, uh, went over Utah. But the revamping of the coaching staff by Tom Herman meant that um, he was borrowed on borrowed time there. He's um, basically got the background, obviously, with uh, Todd Orlando. So uh, they're bringing him on board there. Nevada has hired LSU defensive analyst Ronnie Reet, uh, Wheat to serve as safeties coach. Uh, he's been at LSU since 2013, serving as an on-the-field coach for the first time. He most recently served as an analyst for Dave Aranda, who's now the head coach at Baylor. He helped coach the linebackers and recruiting on the defensive side of the ball during his time at LSU. Uh, Hawaii has hired former Azusa Pacific head coach Victor Sa- uh, Santa Cruz as defense coordinator. Santa Cruz is the third assistant hired by Todd Graham. Uh, and he's going to have to revamp that defense that gave up 32 points a game. He spent the past four se- 14 seasons as a head coach at Azusa Pacific. That's an NAIA school, or actually was Division NAIA, moved to Division II, won four uh, conference championships, GNAC championships. So good, really good coach and a good hire, and good from a recruiting standpoint as well um, by um, – uh, Todd Graham over at Hawaii. New Mexico's hired former San Diego State head coach Rocky Long to serve as defensive coordinator, a lifer. Uh, Long stepped down as a head coach at San Diego State. He's not going to retire. A guy that, again, is a lifer. And uh, staying in that part of the country, I had an opportunity to go to Syracuse, a couple other places, but he likes that part of the country, and he's going to really do a good job uh, of serving in that role Experience as a head coach, really good defensive coordinator. Of course, we mentioned um, guys over this past week or so since it happened over a week ago, USC's got their defensive coordinator. It's Todd Orlando. Um, He, of course, was let go at Texas, then went over except to um, a position on Texas Tech staff um, as linebacker coach and uh, obviously moving on uh, to USC when he got the defensive coordinator offer. He's been the D.C. at Houston and Utah State and FIU and Connecticut. Um, You know, I think is a better recruiter if they're able to improve recruiting. You know, they need more guys like Todd, and and certainly I think he can be an upgrade over what they had last year with Clancy Pendercats. We shall see. Appalachian State hired Washington, uh, University of Washington graduate assistant Robert Kugler. Robert's a good young coach. Uh, they hired him to serve as the offense quality control coach. He's in the infancy of his career. He played center at Purdue in, in uh, like 2013-12. He was signed by the Bills as an undrafted free agent in the spring of 2016. Wasn't able to stick it out. Worked as a G at UTEP in 2017. Moved on to UW. Now onward to Appalachian State as offensive quality control coach. Congrats to him. Uh, Nevada junior quarterback Malik Henry is no longer enrolled at the university. Henry played in two games for the Wolfpack uh, last year, completing 55% of his passes. Um, he's going to, you know, he's he was pulled from activities after his second start, so to focus on academics and life outside football. But he remained remained a part of the team. Remember, this Malik was a four-star recruit in 2016. Was ranked as the 17th best prospect overall. He was originally enrolled at Florida State, went up uh, at uh, Independence Junior College, and that for those of you that watched that Last Chance U stuff, he'll still have one year of eligibility remaining uh, when he decides where he wants to go. Utah redshirt sophomore wide receiver Terrell Perryman 
um, in a disturbing story, has been suspended from the team following an arrest on a suspicion, suspicion of rape. Perriman was booked in Salt Lake County Jail for allegedly raping a 17-year-old girl he met on Instagram. Uh, Utah immediately moved to suspend him, had a brief statement, and we will let the process take place uh, on that. Army and BYU, this is really interesting, isn't it? Army and BYU have agreed to a deal. This is where we are with bowl games. To a deal with the Independence Bowl for the 2020 and 2025 season. So this is an alliance that basically Army or BYU are guaranteed a spot in the Independence Bowl in each of the six years of the agreement. Army has a spot for the 2020, 2022, and 2024 seasons with BYU receiving the nod for 2021, 2023, 2025. The opponent will be shift between uh, representatives from the Pac-12 in 2020, 23, and 24, Conference USA in 21-25, and the AAC, American Athletic Conference, in 2022. Really weird where we've gone with some of these alliances um, and the bowl matchups, but that is when you relegate the bowl games to uh, a lesser amount. We're going to have some of this. And then finally, um, some good news for Utah's quarterback, Jake Bentley, and for Utah program, Bentley, 6'4", 220, uh, only played in one game in, in 19 uh, due to a foot injury that he suffered during South Carolina's season-opening loss to North Carolina. He currently has screws in his foot from the procedure that uh, he underwent repair with the Liz Frank, uh, Liz Frank fracture. He plans to have them removed following Utah's spring game in April. Um Bentley, who was shelled for four to six weeks after that procedure, is competing with Cameron Rising and Drew Risk, uh, Drew List for the right to replace Tyler Huntley as Utah's starting quarterback. So we'll see um, where things go, and uh, we'll, we'll see whether he can do anything uh, in spring at all. Hopefully he can, because he certainly has the physical ability to compete. The way they run that team and the physical way that they play on defense and play well at the line of scrimmage, run the football well, play good special teams usually. You know, it's uh, it can be a little bit more risk-averse and maybe teach the quarterback to play under control a little bit more. So we wish him the best in, best in terms of health and obviously got some big shoes to fill as Huntley was, is good. I know that Justin Herbert will be the higher draft prospect, and Justin had an outstanding year in the Pac-12, but – I don't know that he had a better year doing what he needed to do for his team overall through the course of the year than Tyler Huntley did for Utah, although it didn't end well for the Utes as they kind of collapsed in the latter part of the season conference championship game and did not show up in the bowl game against Texas. Hey, that will be a it's a wrap for the news of the day. Reminder that we'll be back on Monday. A note that we may be a little bit towards the noontime slot or late morning on Monday because of the Super Bowl. And here's what we're getting at. Uh, obviously busy with the Super Bowl. Got a lot of things to do around that game and after, before, during, and after that game. And there's going to be big recruiting news around the country this weekend. Um, we obviously do the SEC show on Monday, but, again, we talk about everything that's going on around the country every day uh, on the uh, the show on uh, this Landry Football's conference call. And for SEC football and beyond uh, on Monday, there's going to be news. There's going to be news around the SEC. There's going to be news around uh, the Pac-12 everywhere. 
because uh, it's the final weekend. So there'll be some speculative news as signing days on Wednesday. I don't know that getting the information as I need to get it will come together in a timely enough fashion to get this out early on Monday. It may be a little bit later. So if you don't get it early, understand the reason why is we're trying to get more information and react and talk to folks on what happened on the recruiting weekends this past weekend or which is going to be this this come upcoming weekend. So check that out as well. Reminder to give the folks at 401k Generation a call or a text at 1-866-998-5879. That's 1-866-998-5879. For all your financial questions, all your financial needs, they can be there. They're there to help you. They can be a source of a second opinion for you. They're licensed in all 50 states. So, 1-866-998-5879. Call or text them today. If you've got a business, you've got something you want to promote, make sure you give us a buzz. Go to LandryFootball.com. Go to Contact Chris. Send me an email, and I will forward it over to TJ. Make sure you sign up for this podcast. You get this podcast, the NFL podcast. Uh, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast for Landry Football's conference call. Get them all there, so check them out today. And check out LandryFootball.com. You don't want to miss it. Best time of year. There's never a bad time of year. This is probably the best. More news is going on that you want to keep a pulse on. And we've got it covered for you. One-stop shopping football. From recruiting to college football to draft prospects to NFL free agency, NFL team news and notes. Got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Got a scouting season offer that's the best we've ever had. So get that discount. Take advantage of it. Lock it in now. That'll get you not only everything that's pertaining between now through the draft, but all the way through next football season. So take advantage of it now. You can try it out for a month, three months. Not as good of a deal as this one. But, uh, listen, you've got different options. Join us today. If you like this podcast, you're going to love LandryFootball.com even more because of the greater in-depth that we go to. Draft board, free agent board, scouting reports, got it all done. A a, a really in concerted effort to uh, increase our recruiting evaluations. we got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So join us today. It's like having your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back sometimes on Monday before noon to break down what's happened this weekend in college football and all the recruiting visits and beyond anything else that might take place. Appreciate you joining us. Happy Super Bowl 54, everybody. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.